0: maybe the drunken glorys having a bad day maybe the drunken glorys human more human than human i don't think so satan ha 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 Do Can't drink warm kombucha. <laughs> Tastes like demonic fecal matter. Hehehehe. <laughs> neighbor and tell him to take a chill pill. Man, you need to chill out. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, he's talking about you. Tell your neighbor he's talking about you. <laughs> you need to chill out, man. Hallelujah. When the house is on fire, that means you're going higher and you need to run to your refrigerator and grab yourself a cold pot. Cause something's about to pop out of you when you're on fire in this place. As the chosen race, like you're getting sprayed in the face with mace hallelujah not the cheap stuff bear spray that'll actually make your eyeballs gouge up <laughs> amen eyeball gouge out bear spray glory <laughs> Shaba. they call that the ghost pepper or the carolina reaper i like them both amen how many Scoville units of glory are we coming with tonight 16 million how many y'all know 16 million is all there is that's the cap how many y'all know that god the father is all there is he's the cap You can't go beyond the Father, but he's infinite and eternal. So when you step into the fire, let me just describe to you, stepping into the fire, lest we have some kind of bewitchment going on around here, and we end up as witches, which get stitches. Witches get stitches. Hmm, make me drool. I love the the cinema because I get to destroy evil professionally as my main job all the time. You get so good in the fire that you destroy demons while you're sleeping. You get so skilled in the glory that you effortlessly torture sin around you without even thinking about it you become a cloud of judgment he will say oh the warm fluffy pink cotton candy cloud yeah I mean it's wonderful for your angel your angel lives in that cotton candy pink fluffy unicorn Care bear cloud of glory and we're all about that but how many of y'all know if a person doesn't like righteousness and they like sin that will torture them within it will literally hurt their feelings as you're in an ecstasy they will say you're attacking me you're being selfish in the glory they see that marshmallow glory cloud of honey and bliss. You need to come down from your cloud and join me in the curse. Come down from your high and lofty place, son of God, daughter of God, and help me down here in my manure pile. And gullible, weak-minded Christians, they leave the presence of God and they go down into the realm of the dead Amongst people that don't want to change don't want to repent don't want to burn up their animal flesh or their animal hearts Or their animal blood or their animal brains They want to keep the animal alive and so they're pulling you down from the fire You know what you do? Mount Carmel and You just say more fire You actually you need to tell them you need to tell them that you're gonna get more undignified than this. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get severely worse for you, it's so... Yes. Yeah, just tell your neighbor it's gonna get worse for your demons.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> your eyes are not gonna roll in the back of your head. Your, your brain is actually gonna roll out the top of your skull. God,
1: you.
0: Like a freaking cue ball. Lord come with your cue stick and play billiards with our brains tonight. Brain billiard Jesus. With his magic eight ball glory. Who's going to win the game? It's rigged. He won't even let you in because he's he's not a nice phileo demon. He's not a soulish. Fake demon spirit of religion that lets the animal live like Saul, letting Agog live. He decapitates that thing and plays soccer with a human head with the joy of the Lord on his face. King, a- King Agog, skull soccer in this place. Hey, Amen. Oh, thank you for it, Lord. Let we'll us let that settle in. So we're in de- decapitation now. Like Isis. The Allahu Akbar glory. How dare you make fun of jihadists. Don't you know they're killing people in the Middle East? I tell you what, if you don't have joy on your face, you ain't a real martyr. You ain't an ecstasy. It was false martyrdom. You don't even get rewarded for dying. Just worthless death. Make sure you're happy when your head rolls, Amen. <laughs> I die daily, so my head's always rolling. In drug culture, rolling means I'm on ecstasy. I like to be on ecstasy so severely, I don't even know what I'm saying. and I can just watch God the Father through a theater in a third-person perspective. You need to get so burnt out of your brain that you're watching the Holy Ghost use your body from the third-person perspective. The fact that you're conscious of yourself and there's an awareness of you shows that you've already rejected the fire, so it's time to receive the fire. Listen, everyone rejects the fire. Alright? It's not like, oh, well, we're the good ones that received the fire. Man, you've, you've rejected most of the fire right now, even if you're the most zealous disciples on the planet. People don't understand the kingdom at all. There's measures of fire. Listen, you open your heart to a little fire, I mean, it just keeps getting bigger until there ain't nothing left of you and the fire talks. And the fire walks and the fire flies and the fire does all the works like I make my ministers flames of fire and you're a royal priesthood so you have to receive the fire to go up higher wearing the glory attire oh my goodness Shabbat (laughs) Mm. I can taste my skull barbecuing right now. I like to actually taste my burnt meat. I can taste my flesh burning in the glory fire. Other people have these same sensations. The burning of your flesh is a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God in the baptism of fire, which is the first step into the glory, which is through the realization of your spirit and Christ and you in there joined together as one. So you can't ever be in more union than you are when you're born again. You can't grow in union. That's total <laughs> bewitchment. You're born of God. That's the maximum union you'll ever have for eternity. Someone that's born of God came out of God and is one with God because they've been born of God. You know? Uh. So you can't get any more godly than being born again because you've been born of God. The issue is now together in your spirit, burning up this meat pile of manure (laughs) called your soulish heart and your soulish mind that are completely goat and antichrist and oppose all the things of heaven and fire continuously as a deceiving liar. Amen. You're at war against the flesh, the heart, and the mind as a living sacrifice, not to kill yourself like Judas Iscariot that never understood, but to burn yourself alive in the holy fire amen Uh, you partner with god in your spirit it's called the covenant the new covenant jesus come into my heart okay he does now what now you and jesus are one in spirit if anyone's joined to the lord they're one spirit with the lord one total union you're born in union you're born in oneness now together in spirit you burn up your heart from your spirit This is the priesthood of Melchizedek, the incinerating of your heart, your animal heart. This is the place of all evil. Jeremiah said, the heart is wicked beyond knowing. Well, you begin to know how wicked it is when you burn it up in the new covenant as a spirit being in covenant with the Holy Ghost in union with God's glory. And the glory begins to eat it, literally eat it. You got to eat the heart that our hearts not burn within us as we walked with him along the way, illuminating the scriptures. If your heart's burning, it's getting devoured. Our God is an all-devouring fire. This is for the consuming of the wickedness of our feelings and emotions in our hearts. For guys, it's usually pride. Masculinity is like uh, strife, competition, envy, comparisons. You have all the male sin of the male animal, and this is common to all men. You would have to deal with all that wickedness, that satanic influence in the animal heart of a male. And it's completely disgusting, but it burns. It burns nicely, and it can burn clear, and the spirit can rise and conquer that territory, although most people don't ever even step into the baptism of fire their entire Christian lives. So this is actually quite rare. That you go past pentecostal baptism in the spirit into the kingdom age baptism of fire of entering eternal sabbath day's rest through the finish line of fire the last thing you need after speaking in tongues baptism of the spirit you speak you speak in tongues you have the gifts you're into the fruit you're into fruit you love the holy ghost now guess what time for the animal to die after that yeah. After Pentecostal baptism comes glory baptism, also known as fire. And you go from fire to fire, glory to glory, after the Pentecostal stuff is foundational in you. This is another baptism. You can never practice righteousness until you're fully baptized in the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's not possible this is god's design for the regeneration of the spirit no one has ever walked in the deep things of god unless they went through the process of god in the scriptures so in the scriptures they went from water baptism to spirit baptism with evidence and speaking in tongues into fire fire baptism and the fire baptism is when you have realized your spirit through the Pentecostal baptism, the charismatic baptism. That is not even close to the finish line. You haven't even started in the fire when you're a Pentecostal. They are completely oblivious from gl- going from glory to glory. It's unknown in every single one of their churches in the whole world. It's unknown this will get you excommunicated guaranteed if you you're a perfect Pentecostal but if you go higher into the baptism of fire you will rip the roof off that place and then if it's discipled and understood at a mature curios level the persecution become even more severe to those who cling to a lesser baptism of a lesser maturity in Christ So it's the infants in Christ that murder the mature ones in Christ, right? The covenant people in Israel that all believed in God. Everyone in Israel believed in God. Every single one. That's what made you an Israelite. They all went to church, synagogue, and they killed the Lord of glory, the Bible says, okay? So just because you believe in the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit doesn't mean jack diddly squat. Doesn't even mean you're going to make it. You have to embrace the baptism of fire after Pentecostal baptism and then realize the mission here is the annihilation of the animal heart and the animal brain in covenant with the Holy Ghost as a spirit being. Out of your belly will flow rivers of fire for you to annihilate the Adamic nature and the Eve nature from your hearts. Then you're a priest. Before that, you're clueless. You're a chicken. You don't understand anything of the covenant, anything of God's ways. You're just full of presumption, pride, knowledge, mostly antichrist. Truth anyhow, I've dealt with millions of these people. It's true, and we love all of them. The issue is you have to mature past the spirit baptism into the fire baptism. Then you wage war, not against others, although the overflow of your fire will do that automatically. They will actually attack you when you are beginning to attack the wickedness in your own heart because you are annihilating the curse of the fall in covenant with the Holy Spirit. That's why they react negatively to your personal sanctification in your own soul. And Even though it's like, shouldn't they be applauding? It's like, no, you are, you are killing them. You are killing animals that don't want to die to their Adamic animal nature. That's why they hate your guts. Especially if they have a religious spirit. Because this is how the religious spirit loses all control. You can't have favor with a religious spirit in the fire of God. You'll love one, despise the other. Now, the rebellious spirit sometimes will come in and give up their lust because the fire is a superior pleasure and ecstasy. Not very often. Don't think, oh, they're all going to embrace the fire. My God, have you read the Bible? Have you lived in this world? Most people are mockers and scoffers, adulterers, drunkards, lovers of self, enemies of the fire of God. Okay, But some of them who are reprobate actually will are looking genuinely and sincerely for God, but they just can't find it because religion has blocked the way to the fire they're looking for the fire the fire is the evidence that god is real you know tongues is evidence that god is real but tongues it's not enough tongues is not enough words of knowledge words of wisdom are not enough miracles are not enough yeah. signs and wonders are not enough they're wonderful along the way. They follow those who believe, but they're not enough. Okay? People that got miracles in Jesus' day were still destroyed by death. All the lepers that Jesus healed still died. Death, the angel, still killed them. Hello? Okay? Truth, anyhow. So, miracles are not enough. The fire lifts you up into the heavens where you can actually do damage to the angel of death. The fire is enough, but the fire requires you to wage war against your animal heart. This is where they just lose their freaking minds. This is where they begin to misunderstand the deeper, higher things of the Father's ways on a level of total murder. This is when they turn and say, you've gone too far in the things of God, turn back, come back to a level of Pentecostal Holy Spirit baptism, where we still have control over the gifts of the Spirit. Because in that place, God is not going to kill us. In that place, the animal can use the gifts by their own mental ability. Oh, turn it off see my brain just decided to turn it on up even though many of you are just brand new to the holy spirit how about we just spend 11 days there and we go into the fire right away no reason to linger there unless you're not going to lose anything anyway you're going to gain all god's glory the fire is a million times better than the church age. The church age stuff was fun. It was necessary to mature us globally for 2000 years. Now it is time for the seventh day for the kingdom age. The kingdom age is so different than the church age that most of the leaders of the church age have already completely and totally rejected it as the devil. Because the animal has control, the animal being the brain flesh has control of the church age. In the kingdom age, there's no flesh. Kingdom age, the animal don't have any control. Animal gets lake of fire. The kingdom age belongs to the angel-like children of the resurrection, Luke chapter 20. The kingdom age will be ruled by angelic beings that have Slaughtered their own Adamic nature off of their own spirit Now we're in the midst of that we haven't completed that but we've started that I've been going from fire to fire for 23 years I Got into the glory 23 years ago. I realized my spirit and my spirit right here 22 and a half years ago October of 1999 so I'm only 22 and a half years old as an angel that has a body. That's how it actually works. Your spirit has a soul and lives in a body. Another word for spirit is angel, and angel is the biblical word. It is angel. If you don't think it's angel, then you're just wispy spirit stuff. It ain't gonna work. It won't stand up to principalities. You'll be totally destroyed. But if you understand it as angel, then you could stand up to fallen angel. When you see yourself as angel and know yourself not in just mere knowledge from someone else's teaching but tested in reality against actual death and demons and warfare and killers and drug dealers and things, you know, even your family. Your family will brutally attack you sometimes. Sometimes family is the most demon-possessed in the world. Amen. Amen. And you gotta love them unconditionally but they'll be full of satan like job's family curse god and die said job's wife to job curse god and die when job interceded and released his angel upon them and blessed his deceived family and friends then he was cured from satan it's that unconditional love of the angel of the lord i am whom i serve indeed in this life from the invisible dimension that conquers the visible dimension of the flesh and blood of the serpent in the garden or the flesh in the garden. There was a serpent in the garden, an angel of the flesh. That's what the Bible says. So a serpent represents the voice of the carnal nature. Adam and Eve didn't have it, but they listened to it. Well, Eve did, and Adam listened to Eve. So he got seconds. But he still got it. True story, that's how it worked. Eve followed the serpent knowledge, which is understanding the flesh, and Adam followed the woman. And so they both got cursed. And they got different types of curses, and those curses, many of them are still not overcome in your souls and your bodies because your spirit overcomes them. Only in the entrance of the fire of God, the baptism of fire, which is the realizing of the glory to begin going from glory to glory, the realizing of the glory of Colossians one twenty-seven is the discovery of you as an angel that has an intelligence on a potential level as God the Father himself. If you're born a God, I don't think God created just little minions. You know, does God give down syndrome children? Is he Does he birth Down syndrome children? You know what I mean? Is he ones that are a complete retardation of himself? This is a great question to ask because a lot of us don't know our spirit's potential. Are you a Down syndrome version? And I say, oh, you get drunk, ball no. Your spirit is genius. Your spirit is absolutely, totally genius. But if you limit yourself to a mere man or woman, I mean, what, you a little bit smarter than a chimpanzee? You can measure a chimpanzee's IQ. It's true. A chimp, you can measure their brain IQ. If you limit yourself to brain IQ and brain intelligence, you're not much smarter than monkeys. But if you go down into your angel, the potential there is infinite genius. But few have ever sacrificed their animal nature because they're scared. They don't know the way they cling to what's comfortable. I just have a body, which is like a blankie or a pacifier. It's hiding behind the trees, Adam and Eve hid themselves in the trees. It's hiding behind the veil of your flesh, hiding from God. God's in your spirit. You're hiding from your own spirit. The uncircumcised heart, the consciousness, hides from the divine nature that's in their own spiritual stomach. You guys are hiding from God in you when you're carnally minded and uncircumcised of heart until you embrace the baptism of fire and circumcise your wicked hearts, my wicked heart, circumcised because it needs to, otherwise I have zero divine nature. And I'm a total fake and fraud and not even a real Christian, unless I burn this thing on an altar that's before my father's throne as an animal and beast sacrifice. No good thing dwells in my flesh, Apostle Paul. It is written, I know, which means I have come to the final conclusion that there's nothing good in my heart. Have you? See, you have to come to that place to partner with God in your spirit. That's not the end all that I'm bad. It's the beginning of attacking the bad with the goodness of God in the land of the living, the garden of Eden in your spiritual stomach hallelujah waging the good christian warfare what is the fight of faith it's you and the holy ghost in union if anyone's joined the lord their one spirit with the lord attacking the satanic nature of the curse of the fall of the 70 root nations of babylon inside our own hearts not once constantly as a river of fire Does it get easier? Of course it gets easier when you grow in wisdom that kills beasts because you know there's no wisdom or intelligence or righteousness in the flesh or the heart or the blood. Zero, nada, zilch, zippo, nothing there. It is an absolute perfect animal New Covenant sacrifice. And we got to get into the fire the fire is how it gets exciting because as you burn your own heart and you burn your own mind the divine nature stands up on the inside and you're always in the glory you're always in heaven you're always in your father's perspective looking at everything not in eyes of judgment and criticalness and conceited self-righteousness and I'm better than you because of knowledge. No, I'm pouring out my entire spirit on you in unconditional love in a rain of fire that cost me my entire human nature. Welcome to agape love. Those who walk in this basic (coughs) agape love have learned to walk on fire. They have learned to carry the glory. Amen. Yeah. Trust anyhow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't yell at me. What? <laughs> the animal is supposed to be dead. The angel likes it. You need to get used to the shout of the archangel. The Bible says, "We're warming you up to that level." Yeah. If you can't handle a saint of God in the fire of God who loves you, shouting at you, you ain't going to handle an archangel, you die instantly. So you're welcome. (laughs) They shout so loud it'd rip your bones right off your spirit, disintegrate you, instant, instant combustion. I've heard, I've heard warring angels talk and it's like growling lions. You know, we like to be in nursery because we feel safe in nursery. It's time to grow up. Some of you are like four years old in the Lord. It's time to buy a BB gun. Or, you know, if you're kind of wild, give your kid a Glock 9mm at five. In the spirit, truth 9mm. Start training them as a spirit being to burn up their animal flesh so they rise as spirits instead of meatballs and meat sacks, otherwise, if you don't train up a child in the way in which he should go, which is the way of the spirit and the way of fire and burning the animal, you're going to have a total carnal Pharisee. Even worse, the rebellious idiot might die on drugs in their teens, and it's real. That's why you cannot spare the rod for the flesh or the animal at any age. It's not being mean, it's being aggressive towards sin, which is true agape love. If someone's not aggressively attacking and burning up sin, demons, and worldliness, they don't love you. They're letting the animal sinful nature of Satan's serpent in the garden live. They don't love you. They don't love you. Someone who loves you will kill the snake and hang it up on the pole. I want to know nothing amongst you except Christ and Him crucified. Which means Paul the Apostle loved the Corinthians. Loved them. Even though they were a mess. He was killing the animal nature out of their hearts and minds with revelations of the fire of God which is the living word. He was giving them fiery coals to eat. Amen. And men ate the bread of demons mostly mostly they drink the bread of demons mostly hallelujah I wish it weren't true but it is the truth anyhow we need to start eating fire you know Isaiah chapter 6 in the year that Uzziah died I saw the Lord and he came with the seraphim and the fiery tongues and put a fiery coal to my mouth and I died in my soul the seraphim and that angelic dimension will kill the animal dimension of your physical senses and that's isaiah's testimony isaiah died god sent an angel to kill the animal and the only part of isaiah laughed was his spirit that's why the pharisees or the religious people of his day sawed him in half with a wooden saw through his spiritual stomach because they were attacking his spirit and the demons saw and felt and were offended by Isaiah's spirit so they sawed him through his spirit oh hallelujah (laughs) so we need to attack them in their bellies because they want to kill you and abort you as spirit beings in your bellies Half of us haven't even awakened to our own spirit, so we need to be around mature ones that can protect us while we're still in an egg form. We haven't even hatched. Our mind hasn't even realized the glory. So you have to be in an incubator under a brooding mother hen. Jesus Christ read letters, oh Jerusalem, how I wanted to protect you, but you wouldn't let me brood over your spirit because you chose the flesh and the soul nature of the fallen angels and they were all brutally murdered by Titus of Rome in 70 AD called the Diaspora systematic annihilation men women and children crucified in jerusalem it really happened that's what jesus was lamenting they had chosen the devil they had chosen to not be brooded over by jesus you have a choice Mm -hmm. christians choose stupid crap that kills themselves every day And it is absolutely life and death. It is no freaking joke. It's fun to get drunk. Oh my God. The drunkenness is serious. The wine is serious. It's seriously needed to stay joyful in the midst of a world full of sin that will kill you. Some of these sins lead to death quickly. Other sin doesn't lead to death. The great apostle John says, What? I can keep on sinning? No, it means that you'll be sanctified progressively out of your heart and out of your mind and out of your eyes and ears and out of your senses as you go from glory to glory in the fire. That's the sin that doesn't lead to death. The sin that leads to death is the stuff that shuts down the spirit like religion to practice self-righteousness in the head. Sorcery is a sin that leads to death. Witchcraft is a sin that leads to death because it destroys the growing spirit that's born of God's sperm. It destroys the true spiritual union. Those that attack the union of the spiritual stomach are sinning to death. See, we think everyone's a Christian who believes in Jesus. All the demons believe in Jesus. That's why they're attacking Jesus in you constantly through deception and delusion. And he's a cunning serpent. And demons have different levels of intelligence. Some of the smaller demons are about as smart as animals. As cats, as dogs, as monkeys. But you deal with higher ranking demons, they get extremely intelligent. The Bible says they're diabolical genius. Principalities are of a genius level IQ. Most of you are not geniuses. Okay? Okay. I love you but it's true like you don't have 200 iqs so the angels are literally smarter than you so you're gonna have to rely on faith in the spirit to burn up the animal because it doesn't take smarts to have to be safe from devils it doesn't take intelligence it takes faith in the fire to protect you from devils you don't have to be smart Smarter than the devil, because you won't be for an actual while until your spirit's developed and eaten up your carnal mind. Then the genius of Christ, who is smarter than every principality combined, times a million, will consume your brain and he'll share with you spiritual genius, spiritual intelligence, like a river from your belly if you continue to sacrifice the animal as a burnt offering. If you don't sacrifice the animal, you never share. In spiritual intelligence, you're stuck with your human nature and your human limitations. You still will probably go to heaven, but you'll be in the outer court. People get to choose a good, an acceptable, or a perfect will. There's three wills of God. Now the perfect is God's will, obviously, but you can choose a good will or an acceptable will. I don't have anything to do with the good and and the acceptable. Those people think I'm a fanatic. I've always been about the perfect will, which is the, the spirit devouring the soul and the mind. If you let the soul and the mind live a little, you can't ever walk in the perfect. Zero chance of it. So it's not fanaticism, it's the total sacrifice of the Adamic nature. It's actually perfection glory, which is the standard that men and women have always walked in at least one or two in every generation since Jesus Christ. There has always been people having that standard that all of you and then literally paying the price of it as a spirit to incinerate their soul and their mind for the intelligence of the glory of God. Amen. Yeah, so we want to represent a whole group of people going after the hundredfold, not the 30-fold, not the 60-fold, not the acceptable, not the good, but the perfect. Amen. And the perfect are the only ones that get thrones. Don't think you get a throne or you become a son. You won't ever be a son if you go after the good or acceptable. Doesn't mean you won't be adopted, but you won't come into the Weos of God that has government on your shoulders. You're not going to be a member of the heavenly Sanhedrin. And some people are just okay with that because that's too intense for them. So you let them be peasants in heaven let them be peasants let them be slave class in heaven and that's exactly what they will be for eternity is there slaves in heaven have you been to heaven there's outer court it's a joyous slavery like solomon's servants but there's servants in heaven what about the greatest thing that can be serving all that's on earth guys that's because you're bringing the holy of holies on earth in heaven it's the complete opposite in heaven you're in the throne room as kings and they all serve you truths anyhow And you're going to bring that standard on earth. And people are totally oblivious to kingdom rank. They're oblivious to kingdom standards, kingdom protocol, kingdom reality. They're full of ideas, mostly from second heaven's mysticism and second heaven's prophetics that has given you all kinds of selfish ideas that you can cling and retain to the animal and yet still be prophetic. That is the furthest concept from the truth ever introduced in the New Testament. The prophetic is the systematic annihilation of the human heart and brain for the angelic to be formed, the way of the Lord. I mean, the way the Lord is crucifixion. To be transfigured, which means the flesh and the soul and the brain go to clear because all that's left is the original form of the angel of the Lord of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament with transfigured matted diamonds and gemstone for a celestial body. That's all that's left of his flesh is a celestial gemstone body, gemstone organs, gemstone brain, gemstone eyes, gemstone feet, gemstone skin. That's what a celestial body is. Silver gold gemstones. Amen. Truth anyhow. So we're going into a place of understanding clearly Wow prophetic wisdom of the mature sons of God. And so the animal will react different ways to this message tonight. They'll take it different ways. People will take it personally. People will take it emotionally. Some will take it as food for their spirit and bear its fruit. Doesn't mean that everyone's going to just put this in their spirit and as an update and a program for their spirit, but that would be the best response to prophetic wisdom of the mature things of the sons of God. This is the blueprint and the download for your spirit, if you can get the vision of what I'm saying tonight, of how you overcome the world, become a member of the Overcomers Company, live in the heavenly Jerusalem, learn a foreign language called wisdom, there is a language spoken amongst the mature that infants can't even understand. How many thousands of times have you seen people tune into Red Letter Ministries Joel's bar saying, I can feel the spirit, but I don't understand one word of what he said. Because the wisdom of God is for the mature ones in God, Apostle Paul says in the Bible. There is a wisdom. What is the wisdom? It's your angel having realized the glory, having burnt up the soul, communicating the scriptures mixed with your. Your spirit word to word angel to angel which is true sonship fellowship I don't fellowship in the flesh or in a carnal mind of worldly Christianity that's the horror of Babylon it's an abomination it's literally sin you might as well drink sewage you're drinking sewage you're spitting and puking on each other that ain't fellowship that's fellow shit Amen, we're not even mad about it, it's just the truth anyhow. (laughs) It's not fellowship, it's fellow shit. You're puking and defecating in each other because you're coming out of the manure pile of human soul, human heart, human brain, human blood. It's literally fecal matter being exchanged out of your mouths. You're both sucking on a poop bar. (laughs) Poop bar fellowship that's the name of their church (laughs) oh that's so mean brother no it's revelatory it's prophetic wisdom and it is the truth anyhow and you have to come out of her my people what does it mean come out of her come out of church no all your cities are churches let's be biblical let's be wise let's be mature you're not going to come out of your churches of your cities you're going to come out of your souls which is her, she, Horah Babylon. You're gonna come out of your flesh, your brain, your mind, your skull, and your consciousness is gonna be buried in the crystal sea, which is the baptism of fire. <laughs> I no longer live. Like, who's lived that one? (laughs) Can you say that the only consciousness in me is the glory cloud? I mean, that's what the Bible teaches, that there is no one that should be living or aware inside that body except the spirit of glory. If he hasn't become your everything inside that body, it's because you're living in a manure pile. It's because you're living in the flesh. You're living in the soul. You're in the whore of Babylon riding the seven-headed beast which is the human will. A beast is the control of the flesh. You're riding a seven-headed beast if you're a Pentecostal. Every charismatic Christian rides the seven-headed beast. We love them, therefore we tell you the truth that there's a further baptism that you don't ride the beast you still have control in Pentecostal Christianity, which means the beast is being ridden. The white horse, of the armies of Revelation 19 are the ones who have gone all the way in the baptism of fire and we're not riding the flesh in control with our brains or our souls anymore. The Holy Ghost is fully formed in us as the glory cloud and our consciousness is being ridden on the cloud of fire. Fire by night, cloud by day. Now we're in the heavenly Jerusalem. These are the riders of heavenly Jerusalem. It's a completely different maturity in the fire. Realizing the glory is the beginning of the baptism of fire, which is I am a spirit and now I'm all my life. I'm going to live for my spirit, not my soul, not my mind, not the world. Definitely nothing out here. Definitely got to repentance from idolatry is probably step one. I'm going to live for Christ in my spirit and together in union, born again of spirit and water and fire and the blood of the lamb. We are going to take this territory of this body back to become a temple of the Holy Spirit, not just theoretically from the doctrine of reading the Bible, not just thinking that tongues is the evidence of this because it's not. The evidence of this is that the Shekinah manifest glory of God is billowing through your soul. That you can see the river of glory in your hearts and in your minds. The river of fire is produced in anyone who is circumcised of heart in reality. If you cannot look inside your heart and see God, you are not circumcised of heart. You are deceived and you're idolatrous and you're in sin. So repent of sin and cut your heart with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. By embracing this and when you're facing your own sins in your life and the things of the natural realm that consume your heart, having the world in your soul instead of the Holy Spirit in your soul, the Holy Spirit will move that stuff out of you. A lot of times he can't do it all at once because we're so screwed up. Because we're literally super deceived that we have layer upon layer of dirt in our soul from practicing externalism, idolatry, of the world coming in through our senses, and it has filled our heart with the world. So he can only work in us in increments, because if he were to take it all at once, you'd literally physically go into shock, froth out the mouth, and die (laughs) with brain hemorrhaging. It's real, and people have died from this stuff because we're so full of the world the world gradually comes out through the rising of the morning star in our heart the true light has come into the world into our spirit and now daily you make progress of devouring your heart together with jesus this is why there's not just one chapter to song of solomon there's eight chapters amen Amen. chapter one is recognizing i have a soul that's dark Yet, there is beauty in it because the fire takes darkness and turns it into light. The potential of your soul is to be the very mansion of God the Father's glory. Remember, God the Father doesn't have a body. God the Father doesn't have flesh. You're His flesh. Make room for the Father's glory. See, maturity is only aware of the Father on the inside and you only want to please Him with every thought, with every action, with every use of your senses, with every minute of your time. It's all about serving the Father. The meaning of life is serving the Father. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, first born from, around, from the realm of the dead, He called Himself the Servant of the Lord. Who was the Lord? I only do what I see my Father doing. My Entire life is to please my father by doing his Will he said my food as a son was to do the will of my father Who sent me and his father was invisible? So they said who's your father? It's either in the realm of the natural they're in the curse his father is the Lord of glory the King of glory in heaven And they saw him on the Mount of Transfiguration when they saw the glory of the Father. How did they react in the flesh? They went nuts. They literally went crazy because the brain was not renewed to the glory. That's why you don't get it all at once. You end up with Peter frothing at the mouth saying, let's build shelters. (laughs) It's called madness. Amen, you go mad. So that's why it's a gradual increasing. Some people are more spiritual. Some people come out of the the realms of the occult. So since they're already extremely spiritual to begin with, the things of the spirit, they don't have any benefit in the occult other than losing control to the spiritual because the ways of the kingdom are so opposite. You can't even. It's not even useful. You don't have any benefit being in the occult and coming into Christianity. Except that you might be more open to spiritual things, but usually it's doesn't help. It's not even helpful. (laughs) So you're better off never getting into sin. That is the most helpful, wise, best thing in your life is to never get into any kind of sin, religion or rebellion. Always be in your spirit, building up your spirit in the most holy faith. Living as a spirit, growing as a spirit, walking as a spirit, practicing the presence of the Holy Spirit, using your temple as the the very casing of the glory of the Holy Spirit all the days of your life to house the spiritual presence of God in your bodies. There's no benefit to sin whatsoever. But coming out of it, sometimes you'll have a testimony and understanding of the darkness to help others around you who came out of similar darkness. So it does, you have a witness to them because you understand the path out of the death because you were in that sin into the glorious light you're in now. But there's no benefit to sin ever. Darkness is never a teacher. Sin is never a teacher, ever. Okay, the glory is the only thing that builds up your spirit that teaches you have one teacher and he is Christ. What is Christ? The glory. The Lord of glory is his name. The apostles called him the King of glory and the Lord of glory. You crucified the Lord of glory. That's what James said in the book of Acts how did they call Jesus? They called him the King of Glory. The man of light that Moses spoke to on the mountain took a body and he came in the flesh of Jesus of Nazareth. He is the Messiah, the Lord of Glory. And he spoke directly to us in the form of a son in these later days so that we would understand how to be restored back into our Father's glory in heaven through the fire of of his word. Amen. And every word that disagreed what happened, the word came forth so fiery that those who had the words of religion in them, those that had the teaching of the second heavens, charismatic witchcraft in them, those that had the selfishness of the fallen angels in them, they wept and gnashed their teeth at the apostles who brought the very word of God in the hopes that everyone who listened would be raptured up into the glory to live above the serpent in the garden to walk on serpents and scorpions with boots of burnished bronze walking in the fire of His glory with the knowledge of the fire all the days of your life above and never even experiencing anything of the curse down below. It's already prepared for all of you. That's why you need the fire to go higher. Hallelujah. Amen. Take us (laughs) up. Steel drums. that sounds like? People returning home to heaven. Caravan. Well, the animal don't like it, do it I have never seen demons more angry than what the priests of the Melchizedek order are bringing forth now. I don't care about numbers. I know what I'm teaching is the truth from the throne of God. It'll become mainstream Christianity. I don't need a lot of people in agreement with me. I don't need a lot of disciples. I just need some champions to rise up through experience, real wisdom that's real fire, and just to burn up Babylon the Great. When this thing comes down from heavenly Jerusalem, the whole earth will be set free. See, you just need a small company. You just need people that understand the way And are willing to sacrifice everything every day and it's not too hard it's reasonable it is a reasonable request that you give up the soul and the mind of Satan to live in the soul and mind of Jesus Christ in your spirit it's reasonable it's not asking too much of you to completely shed your grave clothes Amen? (laughs) You just need to be taught how through revelations. These are revelations of divine love. Each one. Because love is the fire. Love is the fire that burns the animal and sets the spirit free. Until your brain realizes your spirit, this teaching is hard and impossible to sit under. That's why you know infants in Christ squirm like worms because you're literally dying to your existence of what you think you are and what you're supposed to do in the flesh. But you're not a flesh and there's no doing in the flesh. It's all lies. It'll all burn. The flesh is the lie. Those who speak and act from the realm of the flesh only lie continuously. And flesh is mainly the feelings and emotions of the female and male hearts of the animals. That is the main part of the flesh that wars against the fire of God. I think at first in the Pentecostal baptism of the Holy Spirit in tongues, the mind fights against it. Now you're dealing with a deeper evil a deeper, more ancient evil in the blood of the heart that wars against the fire. That's what resists the fire of God and resists burning in order to have ascension because you can't overcome, even get a taste or a vision of how to overcome until you're willing to burn your own animal heart in the fire of the glory. And when you do that, it will be negative at first. It will be painful because there's death in there. Literally the record of how you're gonna die is inside the flesh of your heart right now. Your heart of how you're gonna die is formed when you're in utero in your mother's womb. A death certificate. You're born with death in the heart. You're born again of spirit that can't die, but the spirit has the potential possibility of devouring the scroll of death out of the human heart. This is what you're attacking. The angel of death is inside the blood of the human heart. Oh, hallelujah.
1: Hey.
0: And someone's going to boil their heart. Jesus' heart melted within him. Yeah scientific fact the cause of death on the cross was the melting of Jesus of Nazareth's human heart inside his breastplate of righteousness right here right inside his chest it melted yep and then it poured out his side like blood and water it was his heart pouring out of his spirit side you think God put a new heart in him he put a transfigured heart in him The Father himself is the heart of one who's raised from the dead. So now you're going after the Father. It's not just the Spirit. It's not just Jesus. It's the Spirit in Jesus making you aware of the Father. And the promised land is inside the glory of God the Father himself. When Jesus comes out of heaven, he comes out of the light of the Father, because he lives in the promised land. What is the promised land? The Father's glory. How do you get there? Through the melting and the dissolving of your human animal hearts in the fire of God. How does the heart melt in the New Testament? By the illumination of the scriptures called revelations of the fire and the glory and divine love. (laughs) Revelations of divine love are a furnace that incinerate the animal heart. You know why the saints of old had all their hearts pierced with the arrows of fire? because it was annihilating their animal, evil, Adamic nature in their chest cavity, and they were experiencing the divine heart called the glory of the Father. The glory of the Father is the heart of the transfigured mature Son of God. So what I'm doing is I'm releasing weapons of the third heaven, weapons of love, the, our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and the demolishing of animal arguments. The weapons of our warfare are divine love. Solomon's spear from the forests of Lebanon. Goliath's sword in the hands of the throne of David in the city of David. This sword is to annihilate the heart. We use all of the weapons of the treasure house of God to burn up and annihilate the animal heart. If you can get the vision tonight, you'll understand the whole path of sonship all your days on earth forevermore. This is how the fire works. I want you guys to understand sonship. I want you to understand maturity, wisdom, prophetics, making it practical, making it sacrificial. Priests understand everything they're doing at the temple. We understand Levitical priesthood because it's in the natural realm. Understanding the new covenant priesthood of Melchizedek takes huge amounts of revelation through experience in the realm of the spirit. And it takes the wisdom of the ages takes costly sacrifices to live in that dimension through the annihilation of your own heart and mind. To be there before the presence of God wearing the very priesthood garments of, that sacrifice animals of human skins to this day. Amen. And it's not, you know, we used to joke around about this stuff because it was so far out. You had to throw comedy and a joke in there and then, you know, pretend like you're drunk just for people to even receive and digest 5% of this. Now that there's a river of wine, I'm telling you, people are able to digest a stronger meat. We need a stronger meat of wisdom. There's no greater wine than wisdom 9-1. Killing the heart and killing the mind with the fire of divine love. Becoming, you know, Song of Solomon 1 to Song of Solomon 8. That whole process is the annihilation of the Adamic and the resurrection of the glory, the resurrection of the eternal spirit man in Christ, which are called the sons of God. Amen. The Shulamite warlord, that's her name, that's what it says in Song of Solomon 8. The Shulamite warlord, why is she a warlord? Because she's conquered and killed all the birds, beasts, and reptiles in the entire 33 degrees of the soul dimension of this universe. There's only 33 degrees in this universe because it's based on the soul of Adam the first son of God, who was given dominion over the whole world, the Bible says. So since he fell, there was an influx. The fallen angels took those degrees. The bigger ranking ones are in the higher degrees of the celestial realm. The lower ranking ones are on the earth in the terrestrial realm some crawl some swim some fly and all the heavens were filled with one-third of the angels 200 million I heard their number so this is what you're at war against now Jesus Christ our second Adam gets us back into all those dimensions with full armor understanding the weapons of our warfare are not carnal we're not warring in the natural we're warring in the supernatural through the sacrifice of ourselves which is an outpouring on others But you are taking down principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, and spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places, especially if you get into this kind of teaching. This is serious. This is no joke. That's why people listen to the stuff. You came came to a fork in the road tonight. Am I going to go into the wisdom of the sons of God in true prophecy or be a flake of the second heavens and just do my own thing and let the animal live? This is the choice today of the baptism of fire or rejection of it and being on the earth with the devil. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Revelation 12 12. Double government, (laughs) which I like to call double trouble. Just say the devil's in big trouble. because I have the double-double. I've got the double-bubble. And the (laughs) double-bubble. You know, drunkenness, there's all kinds of different drunkenness. It's not just the, the stuff we've had the last 12 years or 25 years in recent Pentecostal history. Mature drunkenness is the slaughter of the soul for the spirit to just party. Keeping the soul slaughtered in... The weapons of divine love and the armory of divine love is how you stay drunk all the time. I just slaughter my animal. There's no drunker person than the one who slaughtered their soul and their mind in the weaponry of divine love from the Garden of Eden. There's weapon houses. in in the kingdom dimension that angels will bring you. You can go there. Your your mind might not be aware of it. You'll be given this stuff even by faith tonight. If you want weaponry, the angels are loading you up according to your desire and how much you made room in your spirit by sacrificing your soul. You got to get the world and the junk and you and your selfishness and all that stuff burnt out of you and your spirit will make room in you for the valuable things of the third heaven. The weaponry and the armory of God for Joel's army is in the third heaven, and angels bring you the weapons. I had an angel bring me the Goliath sword in the year 2000. I was only a few months old in the Lord, I got slain in the spirit, Sherbilan laid hands on me, we had driven out demons out of 72 people, two weeks of water fasting, he laid hands on me, I was slain back, and everything turned into fire, and there was a pillar spinning like an island with a gigantic sword coming down and it dropped right into, into me and for 45 minutes I was in a vision an open vision of fire completely gone and the Lord said, it's the Goliath sword I couldn't use it for a while <laughs> I wasn't mature enough to handle it just like David it had to sit for a while on the shelf until my angel you can't handle these things with flesh with brain, with mental power. These things are handled with spiritual intelligence only. If you are not developing your spirit and you stay soulish, you get zero, zero weapons. You have no armor, no arrows. You have no spears. You have no swords. You have no shields. You don't even have helmets on. The soul doesn't get a helmet. The spirit put on the armor of the spirit, put on the armor of light. Light comes from the spirit. God is soul spirit. Those who worship God are the warriors of God. Warriors of worship have to be in spirit, have to be in truth. That's the only way you're in God, bearing God's image, is if you're developing your spirit from the God's sperm seed in your spiritual stomach, growing up and killing all the animals through the layers of your soul and the layers of your mind all day, every day. This is how you become mighty in battle you're an army fighting the christian warfare it's not optional to have armor on you there's no pacifists in the kingdom you cannot throw a peace sign to a demon it will jump on you and make you bloody it'll get you into sin you can't make peace with the realm of the dead it's total world war three And unless you fight back with the weapons of the Holy Ghost given to you by angels, you will lose terribly as we've seen most people lose. If you want to win, you have to become mighty warriors, dread champions of the heavenly Jerusalem that were likened unto David's mighty men. But these are Jesus Christ's armies. These are Jesus Christ's brothers and sisters that are as battle-hardened through spiritual conflict as he is the angel, the host of angel armies. Captain of angel armies. Lord of hosts is his name. Amen. Lord God Almighty leads these armies. (laughs) Jesus is the Lord God Almighty almighty he leads these armies and he wants to make you stronger warriors and you have to understand this is how you get stronger by annihilating the animal in your own heart and brain if you don't you're on satan's team you're in satan's army fighting the warriors of the spirit listen there's nothing in between those who partner with the soul and allow the animal to live are in the armies of the devil, yet they believe in Jesus. They're false brethren. Those that sacrifice the animal, sacrifice the soul, the human heart, are soldiers of the spirit fighting the good Christian warfare. Totally different armies. Most of you are not mature enough to even tell the difference of a soldier who claims Jesus in satan's army and a soldier who claims jesus in the army of the holy ghost here's how you tell the difference one kills the animal they have a cross the cross is the altar for the destruction and annihilation of the animal heart the place of all wickedness of the fallen angels man and woman's heart and they are burning that up with the scriptures with the weapons of revelation They are annihilating their souls for their spirit to have dominion over their own bodies otherwise they're not even real christians they're not in the spirit they're not fighting the christian warfare they don't have the armor of light on they're soulish they're in satan's armies the ones that have opposed us thus far have demonic influence are they in the devil's army some of them Some of them just don't know any better and they've never been trained about any revelation and they're just perishing for lack of revelation. But ignorance is still sin. If you don't understand all this stuff because it's in the Bible and the Holy Spirit will animate it and make it flesh in your life, make it kingdom reality, it's still sin to be ignorant. Perishing for lack of revelation, living in in the flesh, is sin. You can come out of sin by your desire for the Spirit and His Word, staying teachable, and it is burning out of you. How far can you go? There's no limit. Just annihilate the whole thing and live as a spirit all your days. You'll go on awesome adventures in the Holy Ghost, destroying all the works of the devil. Have you heard about Jesus, whom the Holy Spirit anointed with power, and He went around doing good, delivering everyone who was under the power of the devil? Acts 10.13, amen. You're anointed because you have Jesus, the anointed one in your spirit. If you can just burn up your soul, burn up your heart, all the goodness of the Holy Ghost will transfer through your brain and come out your brain like a river. Lift up your ancient gates for the King of Glory to come out. How does the King of Glory come out of his temple of our bodies? By the annihilation of our animal hearts one thing remains the annihilation of your heart it must burn you begin walking with him along the way as he illuminates the scriptures today and it burns you with the glory Hallelujah.
1: Mm.
0: so who's the one that lives in continuous rapture what's the rapture sealed in new jerusalem you better get a rapture you still have a body on earth you'd be ruling over the whole world But you have to understand the one that gets sealed in that highest state of prayer rapture is the one whose heart is annihilated by the word of God. What's the bright morning star? The word? The living word is the morning star. Jesus Christ, Revelation 22, I am the roots of David and the bright morning star. 2 Peter 2, 19, 119. I am the morning star rising in your heart by my word. how How do you let it burn you up? You believe it When the word goes forth, you don't harden your heart in hearing the word and die in the wilderness like the unbelievers in Israel. So when you hear the word, you let it kill your heart. People put their shield up against a higher word every time they come around preachers and teachers and they destroy their own souls because they're cowards and they're full of fear. I don't want to give up my junk. I'd rather identify with my little flesh suit that's perishing. How dare I identify with the living God that can't decay or ever perish, that is completely indestructible. Listen, you have a habitation in God. You have a form in God you know nothing about. It's gonna cost you what you're comfortable with. It'll cost you your blankie of your natural facade of what you're familiar with in your own soul so the the person who has the greatest advantage is the person that knows there's nothing good in the heart and the mind but that doesn't mean anything unless they grow in tons of revelation that builds up their spirit to consume their soul. Having revelation that your soul and your mind is the devil is not enough. That's just the beginning. Now feeding your spirit to burn up the manure pile of the human heart and brain, that's how you become a flame of Yahweh that's how you become a burning man and a burning woman a holy torch of invincible power and shekinah light that's the end result of your faith you becoming morning stars you becoming sons of god with the exact outraying brilliance of the light being with no shadows in you no turning in you no repentance in you fully repented what does it mean to be fully repented with no more repentance means that i'm seated on the father's throne manifesting the full radiance of the father that makes god god through my entire soul annihilated by the baptism of fire amen this is the end result of the promised land of a person that goes from glory to glory from the inside up so you you start to really convict some people when they just touch their bellies. First and foremost, if you're not God inside-minded, none of this will work in your life. None of it. You're just listening in vain. You're just spectators from the sidelines. If you're interested in this actually working, you need to activate your spirit. Be spiritually minded, otherwise you're at war against God. Romans 8, it is written, which means you have to give your brain into your spirit. Now that you know where your spirit is, partner with the Holy Ghost by faith and burn up your soul every day. That's what the priesthood of Melchizedek is. It's the devouring of the animal from the inside out. And it will change. And it's not going to be the instant gratification of witchcraft. It's not going to be the instant gratification of sorcery where you get instant rewards by obeying the angels of light telling you they're Jesus and the Holy Spirit this stuff is long-suffering look at everyone in the Bible who obeyed God it took him 40 years in Abraham's case 23 years in David's case he's anointed king well he's not king he's running from the king getting shot at every day for over 20 years so the promise comes with a price of facing the enemy in the promised land of the soul dimension that needs to burn by your faith partnered with the Spirit of Christ and your spirit in union in your spiritual stomach. You're not alone in there. You're never alone. You're always in union with the Holy Ghost in your spirit. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now that's that's not enough to stay a God's firm seed. What does a seed do against all these enemies? It hasn't even been hatched or birthed. The seed can't do anything against the enemy. The seed has to grow up. And the seed won't grow up to be a tree, although it will in one dimension. The seed will grow up to be the offspring of the lion of the tribe of Judah. An all-devouring beast. Not the beast of the flesh. The beast of the Holy Spirit. The lion of God. Now, The Lion of the Father is a new dimension for some people. The Father has a Lion nature. It's the apostolic nature of your Father, and it will never go away. Your Father's kingship nature is his lion nature that seed is in your bellies so you can be a lion cub you keep feasting on the meat of wisdom and devouring of the adamic nature and the sinful nature just eating your heart every day listen more stuff will come and pile upon you You just devour it all devouring fire there's enough scripture here to eat anything the enemy throws at you you can easily devour him if you learn to become just a lion cub that knows how to eat Eat, 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 feast. They came out of sin and religion and rebellion. All they did was come in the Father's house and eat, feast, kill the fat and calf, kill the goat, kill the zebra, kill the hyena, kill everything. The fire will kill all the beasts, but the beasts will be reanimated in the Christ nature. There will be no unclean animals in this world, but there will still be flesh in this world. The sin will be eaten out of the flesh, and I've spoken to you in a language of wisdom tonight that devours all sin out of all flesh, if you can get it. (laughs) The flesh will be totally clear. It's called clean. The temple, Jesus had flesh. His flesh was clean. He used his servant body to take our sins to the cross. Your flesh stays clean as a clean animal. A dove is a clean animal. A clean animal rules this world. Jesus, the white dove, Jesus is a clean animal. You will still have flesh, but it will be clean flesh, purified flesh, having been washed in the water of the Word. No one ever hated their body, but they take care of it and nourish it, not with just nutrition but with the glory that cleanses you at a cellular and atomic DNA level so that the temptations in your eyes and your ears and your senses go less and less and less as the glory fire burns you out. So now you're seen with the dove eyes. (laughs) Dove eyes are singular and they can only see singular. It represents you can only see by love men, women, Nudist colonies, if you're sent there as a missionary to a nude beach. Now, that'd probably be really advanced for most of you just coming out of pornography and lust. But your eyes can't sin anymore, is what I'm saying, ladies. You can't lust after boys and girls and their ding-dongs and their private parts. It's not possible, because the Adamic nature in the flesh has been incinerated. Jesus saw everyone as naked. I see you as blind, pitiful, wretched, poor, and naked. Yet nakedness before his eyes, there's no sin after the flesh. There's no sin in the eyes of fire towards female flesh or male flesh or anything of hormones because that is getting burnt out of your souls and minds. Now you're still gonna have soul, you're still gonna have hearts, you're still gonna have minds. But to be clear. And they can't sin. You won't be able to sin with your senses as you grow in the baptism of fire. That's why you gotta stay in the fire. It's removing your ability to possibly be tempted and possibly fall. If God's sperm genetics grow up in your spirit and devour your soul, you can't even sin. You can't. I'm telling you guys, the God inside minded ones have a taste of this. This is still new to the world kingdom age teaching, mature prophetic wisdom of the sons of God. I'm telling you, but it's the truth anyhow. The Adamic nature, the sinful nature, will be devoured by the angel of God I am from the inside out. Until the father's formed on the inside, the DNA actually changes and it's not corrupt. In the sensual nature of the flesh the sensual nature gets stripped off and the glory nature that knows no evil the chaste virginity of the man of fire becomes burning through your whole soul and your mind and your personality so you're seeing everything through the incineration of the baptism of fire this might take some of you 10 15 20 years of going from glory to glory but the process is fun. Amen! I mean, what else you can do with your life except go from glory to glory, which is fire to fire, and the ever-increasing fire, and the non-fading fire fading fire is soulish of the false Christians I have an encounter but I've had a real low lately well you're in a fading glory a fading fire that ain't God that's the Old Testament that's the angels of light you need the ever increasing fire by being God inside minded developing your spirit incinerating your soul progressively in union in your spirit You've been joined to the Holy Ghost in fire, you're a being of fire, you're a sperm of fire. Grow up to be a lion of fire by devouring the sinful nature and it will progressively burn out of you from the inside out until your temple is glorified I will glorify the temple of my dwelling says the Lord and they will no longer have a sinful nature they will no longer age they will no longer decay they will no longer sin they will no longer think humanly they will think divinely they will have the fullness of deity indwelling them bodily they are the mature we O sons of God those ones he's not ashamed to call brothers and sisters everyone else not really brothers and sisters because they're in the adamic nature adamic nature is not a brother and sister of the christ nature it's a different tree in the garden that's a different kingdom if you are in the adamic kingdom you are not in the kingdom of god if it's from man it's fallen satanic luciferian You must be of the divine kingdom of God in the fire and in the sword, progressively peeling away layer after layer every day until nothing remains in you except Christ and him crucified with seven torches blazing through your souls. That's the throne of the Lamb. Throne room company all of them fully, completely, thoroughly crucified with Christ for all the glory of His crucifixion, pouring out every cell of their bodies. (laughs) Climbing Calvary, you have a cross. It's right here in your spirit. Let it rise and devour your heart. Let it rise and devour your mind and pull your heart and mind down into the Crystal Sea baptism of Revelation and completely and totally kill the Pentecostal whore of Babylon, the seven-headed beast rider who's still in control with the 666 on her forehead. Bring her down into the fire and your spirit will soar above the flesh. The seven-headed beast is simply the soulishness of Christians. The emotionalism of Christians now there's no one more emotional than the crystal Sea, but it's the emotion of the fire of supremacy that created the worlds the fire of God is a little emotional because it's a jealousy for your spirit to conquer your flesh and he's desperate for you to awaken you and to shake off the grave clothes through burning launderer soap for your minds And the development of your spirit constantly feeding you better and better food of whatever you can eat for your spirit to get stronger than your soul. For your spirit to conquer your heart. When your spirit begins to conquer your heart it gets easier and easier. Because you're less and less deceived. You're less and less animal. More and more angel on the inside. Amen. In Jesus name I thank you Father for a people that will completely incinerate their animal hearts with their angelic spirit in the baptism of fire and understand the rock solid teaching tonight as the blueprint for their everlasting life in this world and the one to come. In Jesus' name, let's have some fun. Amen. Amen. thank you Lord glory glory bless you guys bless you guys and sow into your demise to remove all of the flies of the disguise of the soulish facade of Nimrod of the human heart in its blood so that you can become a white dove amen <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He has a name written on him that no one knows, but he himself. King of Kings. So take your bread and give it to the poor. What difference doesn't matter what you own. You have gold and silver, it's going to rot, and that rot is going to eat away your heart. All of you, there will be a flood and there will be a fire. Everything will be destroyed, but there will be a new ark riding on that fire. And I hold the keys and I open the door and I decide who goes in and who doesn't.